the, you know, things of that nature. Okay. But anywho, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the First Cousins Podcast. It's me, your boy G. And your girl, Jenny B. You Okay, you tried to fight the country this time. I felt that. I felt that. You tried to, you tried to fight it. You tried to fight it. I did. Oh, Jesus. We supposed to be authentic selves, okay? We are. So I had to hold it in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so not being authentic. All the way out. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But anywho, we're back for here another episode. It's episode two. Are we actually gonna number these? I don't know. Did you number the other one or are you just giving them titles? I just always gave titles. Like I never really made it a point to number. But I know some people number theirs. Um like they'll say this is the such and such podcast episode like three fifty seven. So I'm like, are we actually gonna number this as we keep going? I feel like maybe we should number it. Ugh, this supposed to be tracking for our children and grandchildren one day. We need to be able to show them. They need to be able to listen in order so they can see the progression. Okay, you have a point there. That just creates more work. For I me. know, but you'll be all right. Ugh. Anywho, once again, if you're hearing this, then we are. Uh, uh, greatly ecstatic that you have decided to tune in and check us out again. Um, but first things first, we're going to get to the Facebook question where um, it was we're going to do a thing because we have discovered we have a lot of weird sayings and weird statements that we've uh, said to each other throughout our relationship. So now we think it'd be a fun game to play along with everybody. We'll have it posted weekly and you try to guess who said what and this week's quote how do you go from being sweet to being an ass you're the opposite of a sour patch kid did you guys guess who said that it was me because gb doing the most i I don't even know what you're referring to man i genuinely don't clearly you was being nice and then you went to being an ass i first of all that is not even my personality i don't know who you decided that's to get not me con- your personality i don't know who you've decided that is to get you me confused all with. the time i you obviously you got me confused with your other husband like obviously. you like to tell me you're the only one i got <laughs> obviously you got me confused with your other husband who was my other husband you know who he is. Who was my husband? You know, you over here all with these entanglements and whatnot. Entanglements? Mm-hmm, with your other husband. With who? Don't worry about it. Just know. You got to be confused with your other husband because I'm nice all the time. I don't. I don't. I'm not this person. So, that try to make obviously, nice Jonathan is one person and your boy G is another one. So First, No, we are the same. Okay, well we then. Are, we are one. You are one. So, all of you together is the ass. No, first of all, I, I would gladly admit if it was me, but. It was you. That wasn't me. I was talking to you when I said that. No, you wasn't. You was talking to your other husband. I don't have another husband. Anywho, she was talking to her other husband. So, anywho, um, this week, um, this was a, a topic that was put together kind of by me. Because um, I noticed that we, I have some friends, okay? And to me, it was kind of weird that both of my friends are kind of going through the same thing at kind of the same time. You know what I'm saying? Very creepy. Like, like, like essentially, they're pretty much at the... Which, the point that they were at was where I was at about a couple years ago. But they're essentially... Like, I'm literally juggling phone calls from these two at the same time about the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to start charging for counseling. So <laughs> you think it's a joke. No, I can't be charging my guys for counseling. Okay, I can't because they're not my friends yet. <laughs> so, but what they're going through to me is um, them trying to recover after a heartbreak. I'm in, um, they're, they're trying to figure it out. They don't know what they should do. They're confused. A lot of those things that come with, you know, Putting so much time and effort and sacrifice into a relationship only to have it, only to have the rug pulled out from under you. It, it, it is a very confusing time for, for anybody as a whole. I went through it. My wife, she's went through it. And that was the one thing I felt like we should hit today because... It's important to know one 
you're not alone in your feelings. Everybody goes through it. And also, I don't know what type of coping mechanisms that we have. I developed, you developed, things of that nature. Mines weren't healthy. <laughs> but at all. But <laughs> we should definitely get into that. So as the gentleman that I am. Oh, you gonna let me go first? I, I, I'm, of course, I'm, I, I, I don't know who this mean person is that you're referring to because I'm a nice guy. Okay, I don't know what you was on, but I'm gonna. What let, I was on. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but I am going to let the woman of the house speak first upon this because throughout our time of uh, dating and whatnot, we did have these conversations about you know her heartbreak and mine and. The big relationship that she really put all, all all of herself into and for it to, you know, not work out and things of that nature. And, um, yeah. So, if you would be ever so gracious, I don't know how much details you want to give. That's on you. I'm not telling you what to say. We're here to be honest. Like I said, I, like I, said, I don't know how much you're trying to, trying to tell. Like I said, whatever you want to get into as far as what you did, how it went down. How it all got pulled out from under you, whatever case may be. This is your time to get it off of your chest and put it out here for the world to let everybody know how you handle things. (laughs) Okay, well, before I got in a relationship with G, (laughs) I had only been in three other relationships, but the one that was the most recent prior to him was... A year and some change. So, we had been together for a while. He had joined a fraternity. And he cheated on me the night of his probate. Now, pause. As soon as you said he joined the fraternity, I bet you all the women went, I know how this is going to go. As soon as you said, join the fraternity. Mm, I know how this ended. But anywho. So, I was not aware that he had cheated the night of his probate until, like, later. How much later? Estimate. And honestly, it had only been a couple days because I remember, like, scrolling through his Instagram and his Twitter and they were talking to each other. And, you know, when you start liking somebody, you just go through and, like, all their stuff. Yeah. That's what she did. So, that's how I figured out who it was. My thing was this. I've always wondered, like, with Instagram and things of that nature, if, put like this, by the time he cheated, right, Mm -hmm. were y'all, like, were y'all, like, real deal together? Like, when people would see you, they would go, that's such and such old lady. Yeah, because when he came... To JSU, he came the second half of the school year, and I had already been there for a year. Mm-hmm. So by the time that he got there, after that first semester, and then we met in the summertime, by the time we came back, everybody already knew we was together. So that's the thing that always got me, was if you talking or dealing with somebody that got uh, that's in a relationship... Mm-hmm. Why do people do stuff like like all this stuff on Instagram? Like you're leaving a trail. You know, people are honest, and I and like I have to remind. She was a baby, okay, fresh out of high school. Listen, I would even know fresh out of high school to well, not I had, leave a trail. I had a conversation with her. Oh, so you came to her as a woman? <laughs> you know what? I did. Not right after this, right right after the stuff had happened, but after they had, after they had been together and he cheated on her with, with you. No, oh. with a girl that was in a sorority. Then I talked to her and I tried to explain to her, you know, that that was gonna happen. Like, what made you think that he cheated on me and he got with you? What made you think he wasn't gonna cheat on you? Like, come on now. You're right, I think all these women think, oh, my pussy is golden. This is this uncheatable pussy. Well, as the information that we know, which I'm not going to disclose, <laughs> came back and bit him in the ass. Bitch, I ain't going hey, to do with that. So, so, he joins the fraternity, get there for him through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, 
the probate, I'm assuming that's when they cross or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So then he cheats that night. Yeah. So you find out what you would assume to be a few days later. Yeah, and then he told me that he didn't want to break up. He just needed some space. And then, mind you, all of this happened within a week of my birthday. Oh, man. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah. So then, so now, subsequent days. What were some of the things that you found yourself doing subsequently right after, days, weeks afterward, to, you know, have to go? Because think about this. I, the one thing that adds, I would say that adds to y'all. That's why I asked where y'all was uh, very much so established. Mm-hmm. Because. Oh, wait. I left out a piece of information. Prior to him pledging in the fall, a lot of people don't know this. He actually asked me to marry him in the summertime, and we were engaged for a little while, but only one of my friends knew, and I knew that it didn't feel right, so I broke it off. And like, and I had broken up with him, I want to say maybe twice before the engagement, prior within our relationship. So, I, I mean, deep down, I always knew it really wasn't going to work out, but I mean, I didn't know. I wasn't trying to listen to my instincts. <laughs> I just wouldn't. So the one thing I think that's a little bit of an added pressure because with you being in college during that time mm-hmm. people would see you and say oh that's such and such old lady. So now it's not that anymore. So the girl that he wound up cheating was she at the school by then? Yeah she was a freshman. Oh. She had just started because he pledged in the fall. So she just started JSU that August. Mm-hmm. She just started school. So now they seeing them two walk around together. Oh, it was so embarrassing. And what made it worse was I made a whole sign for his probate. <laughs> and when they called his name, I stood up with my little sign. And I was waving around because I was so proud of him. And then after that, all I got was pity looks for God knows how long. <laughs> the remainder of the semester and the following semester come back. Just I mm. dreaded going to class. Oh, these people look at you like, oh, mm, yeah. Oh. So, the social aspect is something I can bet that added to a lot of what you say those bad habits you developed. <laughs> yeah. During that time, so like I said, so what were the some of the things that you found yourself doing to cope with you know the embarrassment, the sadness, the hurt feelings that came with you know having. Having you pulled out for money the way it did. I already know y'all finna judge me, but it's okay. Because everything that I did was not proper coping skills. And it's even worse because I was going to school to be a social worker. So I knew I was doing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I wasn't really worried about all that. Um, I slept a lot. I wasn't eating. So I lost a lot of weight. I was very was drawn. I had to like force myself to get up so I could go to class. Um, there were a couple of times where I took a shot or two before I went to class because I didn't <laughs> want to deal with my feelings. Right. Um, one of my friends, she still lived in Jacksonville, Taylor. She still lived there. She was, you know, she was in her house. So she was only a couple blocks over. So she would come get me every day to make sure that I at least ate dinner if I ate nothing else. Uh-huh. Um, I started smoking weed because <laughs> I wasn't escape. eating. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't eating, so I needed the weed to give me the munchies and to get out my feelings. Uh-huh. Um, I was depressed. Uh-huh. I was suicidal. Uh-huh. Um, a couple months after me and him had broke up I went to his apartment and we had got into it and he followed me back to my apartment and he called 911 because he really thought I was spent to commit suicide so I had to sign a waiver that I would not harm myself really? yes you was at your bag (laughs) I was really I see so, uh, those were the, of course, the eventual, you know, 
of things that you did. So ultimately, what are the what are some of the things that you did that you felt helped you eventually move over it, like get past it, move move on, like as a whole. Even if you have you have or haven't moved on emotionally or whatever the case may be, because I don't know if some part of that still creeps in the back of your mind every now and then, because because uh, uh, an incident or a moment that made you. Contemplate taking your own life. I don't. That's not nothing. I feel like that ever really like just goes away. I mean, yeah. I mean, there are times where sometimes I get like random memories of, you know, our relationship, and you know, for a while we didn't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Like we were not friends with each other on social media. Um, none of that. But as time has gone on, we've been able to have cordial conversations and it's always kind of weird because I remember one conversation we had he told me that he always kept tabs on me (laughs) which I thought that was kind of weird but um yes after I started no after me and him had been broken up for a while I talked to one of the guys that he had pledged with. They mm-hmm. went through grad chapter though. So you talk to him like, hey, how you doing? Or like, what's up? We was talking. Anyways. Well, no, we was talking like, hey, how you doing? Or like, you know, what's up? The second one. Now, anyways. <laughs> Come on, let me forget what I was trying to say. You and him wound up talking. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was keeping tabs on me too because I remember one time I was at somebody else's house and he was like yeah i know when you be going to jacksonville i already know where you be going i'm thinking back in my head okay first of all one we not together and two you really finna do this like you ain't been lying about smashing your sorority sister <laughs> wait wait hold on <laughs> that you got pregnant <laughs> wait hold on wait i know you had you be in jacksonville first of all not your bitch okay <laughs> <laughs> calm down <laughs> lord here we go ahead <laughs> But, um, yeah, he always said that he kept tabs on me and he, you know, always wanted me to be happy and get all the things that I wanted in life. What? <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's what he said. <laughs> no man ever, no man ever, they said that to be nice. No man ever drew you, believes that. And a couple of weeks ago, he wrote me on Facebook and he apologized again for everything that again he, what was the first time he, he's apologized like over the years he apologized again and to let me know that he got his karma for what he did to me he got his karma <laughs> now what that was I don't know but I pretty much figured it out but yeah but after um the people had you know the people had came over that I had signed a waiver for not harming myself. I did go back. I went to counseling and I did stop smoking, which I was going to have to do that anyways because I was going to start my internship soon. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I tried to, you know, get out of the house more and to not be so isolated. But it that, that was a very hard time for me to go to because I Nobody understood what I was feeling. So would you say that the that the moment of the the waiver and the people being called was like a a wake up moment for you as far as like you know having to find better ways to you know deal with your feelings and whatnot? Yeah, because I remember talking to Taylor and um, I was like, "Don't tell my mom." She was like, "I ain't telling nothing," <laughs> and I forgot that. She was on my paperwork in case it was an emergency. <laughs> so she ended up finding out anyways. And, you know, her and Pops came there and they talked to me. And I went to my grandmother's house for the weekend. So, um, yeah. I don't think that I ever would have physically harmed myself. Because even, like, the thought of cutting myself makes me um, queasy. But I did. I definitely did think about Popping It's weird that you would phrase the question, that you would phrase the statement like that. I didn't think about cutting myself, but suicide was definitely on the table. Like, well, you can 
If like, you cut a, if you cut on your wrist a certain way, you can't commit suicide. Oh, no I'm way. well aware of that because you got a lot of uh, major pressure points in your wrist and things. Right, like you're not supposed to cut it this way. You're supposed to cut it this way. I'm mad that you even know the direction. And the re- the, the only reason why I do know that is because again. I'm in school to get my master's in social work. And also, if any of our listeners have watched 13 Reasons Why, that is one reason why that show was so controversial because they did show her cutting it this way and not this way. And a lot of people were very upset about that. Like, even people who were actors and actresses on the show, Degrassi, and Degrassi has covered everything, and they have even had suicide on their show, and they've never actually physically shown that. So the fact that they showed you the correct way you can do that was like a big deal. Hmm. I never seen that show. I didn't know that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that was a thing. Well, um, another thing because I think this is the the time for the whole the whole discussion. When did something happen? Was there a moment? Was there an aha? What was um, something that you did or you felt? That let you know that you were, I guess, getting back to yourself. She's thinking. I honestly didn't really start to feel like 100% myself until you came into my life. Because when all that, like, it's crazy. When I get... Um, my memory pictures on Facebook of when I graduated college, I was so small and I have never been that so small. And it's frightening for me to see how little I got because of everything that I was going through. Like, granted, I don't put on weight since then, but if I was ever to get that small again, I I would be scared because I've never been that low. So it wasn't there necessarily a moment. You just necessarily just gradually just felt, you know. Well, yeah, because that's what that happened. Come back to regular. That's what happened. My life was still going through changes because I was still in school. I had to get ready to do my internship. Then I graduated. I had never had a job before. I was living with my grandparents. Then I had got my first job. So after that, my life was constantly still going in major mm-hmm. life. Transitions. Transitions. Yeah. yeah. I feel you on that. And, um, okay, so the one question I think is the most important thing, because this is one bit of advice I have been giving to my friends when they call, is ultimately, what did you feel like you learned about yourself and also how you want to move and also that the people you have around you and things of that nature. What were some of the lessons that you learned coming out on the other side of it? I'm going to get so emotional. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I never that I ever questioned my friendship with Taylor and the love that we have for each other. Mm-hmm. But going through that, like... Yeah, I knew she always be my wife. Like if she, like honestly, like we could get a divorce and I'd be hurt. But like if Taylor broke up with me, as far as our friendship went, I don't know how it'd be able to go on <laughs> because <laughs> our bond to each other is that strong now, and it's so crazy to think out of all the people that I went to college with and formed relationships with, she's the one. That the bond just continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And when we met each other, we didn't even like each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can honestly say if it would not have been for Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, prior to you coming in my life and the support that you have given me. it's You didn't have to caveat that. A I'm lot not, of I'm situations. Okay. I'm well aware that you had a life before me. <laughs> I'm well aware of that and I'm fine. <laughs> there are situations that it would have been harder for me to get through like so, so what was something you learned about yourself that um maybe you looked at some of the things looked at yourself and was like okay I don't need to do that anymore I definitely learned that when you're in a relationship just because you are upset and you are having an argument that does not mean that you need to 
call 100 times, leave multiple text messages, and call your boyfriend's friends. That's not necessary. Yes, I did those things, and I'm not ashamed. It was a part of my life. And doing pop-ups at apartments when Texas... Text messages, phone calls not being answered. Yes, I did that. We lived in the same apartment complex. He was a building over. I did it all the time. Was, yes, I did. I don't like being ignored. You, what are you, the parole officer? What is I know that was your I already know that was your nickname. No, it was not. <laughs> that was your nickname amongst his friends. <laughs> Him and his boys were trying to go somewhere real quick. Hey, yo, we're going to try to roll out, get something to eat. Make sure you call your CO. <laughs> Make sure you call your PO. Make he sure did cool. ask permission before he went places. He did. He would ask for it to be okay if he go hang out. Wow, you you had a different breeze. <laughs> this is also the same person I told you that if we would have had a baby, baby when we was together, we was living together. I was still gonna put him on child support, and he said, "Okay." What this is. This is a different breed. You should have just held that L on that cheating, man. <laughs> you should have just held that L and just kept pumping. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> he called and asked for permission. We married. I don't even do that. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm finna go. You don't go anywhere. But when first I do of go all, first... none of your friends even live near us okay, anymore. But that's the point. When I go somewhere, I'm like, hey, we, I'll tell you where I'm going. I'll definitely give you, hey, me and my boy finna go over here. Bye. Like, I'm not asking for permission. I'm a grown man. I'll definitely let you know where I'm at. Like, because that's common courtesy of being married. You need to know where I'm at. I would even know where you at. So that's, you know, I have no disagreement with that. But asking for permission? Hey, mom, 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 mom. Can I go out? Can I go play with my friends? No. I always necessarily, like, verbally ask. But, like, if they were there and they wanted to do something and they were talking about it, like, there were a couple times where they all... The they, they, stop they, looking at me because you already know what the answer is. <laughs> What's the answer? You don't know, it just depends on what kind of mood I was in. Like, they <laughs> pissed me off, we done got into it. If I had been feeling neglected for a week, I don't know, okay? <laughs> I don't even do that. I don't ask for permission. Well, you don't go anywhere. And when I do go somewhere, I'm like, hey, me and him, we going over here. Holler at you later. I'll let you know when I get there. Lord, you should just well, your me. friends don't get into trouble. When they're with you, they don't get in trouble. You sure you want to say that out loud? Are you sure you want to say that out loud? When they're with you, they are well-behaved men of society. Now, when they on their own and jeeing around, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh, boy. So. Wait, and I also did learn that, which is something I told my ex all the time. You cannot be in a relationship with somebody if you are not friends with them. Mm-hmm. Because a part of being in a relationship and a part of being married is essentially you are marrying your best friend. I'll put it like this. A lot of, I'll say this as a whole, a lot of a relationship is about 3% like romanticism. Mm-hmm. Like there's 3% of like Oh roses and candles And deep passionate love making And R&B That's like 3% of the relationship The other 97% is it's Real life stuff You hungry? Yeah With some meat? Yeah The last romantic <laughs> evening we had was What? When I cooked you dinner Before I started working Like a week Like a week before And, and that's it, the last time we had like a planned Romantic evening. The rest the of time it, was set aside. The rest of it is what? It's the hang. Can I be with you like for nine, eight, nine hours at a time and not want to punch you in the throat? Like, that's, you know how I know you, my best friend? What? Why? Because sometimes when you be getting on my nerves and I leave the room and I be lonely, I just be wanting you back. So that's why I come back in the room because I be missing my friend. But at the same time, you still get on my nerves. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, literally, the rest of it is just you go get something to eat, you hang, you watch movies, y'all find a TV show, y'all go to work, y'all text each other, you cool, yeah, all right, you come home, you talk about your day at work, you eat something, watch a movie, go to bed. You need to close out the floor, you need to stop over here being extra, I'm not finna deal with you, I'm finna go to bed, either you in here or you not, I'm closing the door. That's pretty much the other 97% of the relationship is just literally 
hanging out. And then when you have kids, it's hanging out with broke best friends <laughs> who don't have no money but always want to do something. At least they'd be happy to see you at least sometimes. Thank you for that clarification. Sometimes. What is, the only times they don't be happy to see is when they do stuff. Or if they're like our child, she's, she's, uh, she cranky when she get up. It takes her a minute to collect herself. She is definitely. Whether it's in the morning or now, it take her, uh, I'd say it take her a good hour, sometimes hour and a half, depending on how deep she slept. Yeah, she's, she's quite cranky. She, she yeah. She when she is. gets up. So. For sure. I guess now it's my turn. Well, 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 well. Mine, I couldn't cut off. But Lord knows I wish he could have. (laughs) This is honest and open. And those are my feelings. Because mine came from the mother of my child. Ugh. You should have thought that way when you laying down with First, did I do this to you? <laughs> did I do this to you? You kind of did. You told me I should have just took my cheek as the <laughs> Did I do this to you? Yes. No, I did. First, I at least let you get through your story first before I had my wise cracks. Okay, I'm going to sit over here and I'm going to be sweet. I'm going to be sweet. I find it hard to believe. Mm-mm, I'm going to be sweet. Because mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say. You look cute self. Oh, Lord. Anywho, so... Um, I was with the mother of my child for six years. Yeah. Dated three, then the child came. And the one thing I can say about that as a whole was we dated. And the one thing I can say about our relationship reflecting back on it was... I was in college at the time. She was working. And I think just me being in college, like staying in dorms and all that and whatnot, Mm -hmm. I. We were just kicking it, basically. Like, she was cool. When I wanted to leave school, I can go to a crib, you know, things of that nature. We were kicking it. And I think that was one of my uh, grave mistakes reflecting back on it was because after three years, I I still didn't take it serious. Like, I wasn't cheating on her or nothing, but as far as her being there, I didn't take it seriously as I possibly should have. So you was with her for three years and you did not take your relationship seriously? Because it's like after three, because looking at it, looking back on it, right? You've never told me that before. Because looking back on it, right? After three years, you should, it should be some pretty definite, like, concrete things going on here. As far as like, are we really building this, building this life, trying to have this family, like, all of that stuff. That's almost a high school career. Exactly. So what I'm saying. So it's like, after three years, in my mind, mm-hmm. we're still just kicking it. <laughs> Do you think that's because you was at school and you guys wasn't like living together or in the same town and you was basically just like visiting? Possibly. Okay, so you know this is a little offset. Let me ask you this question. Oh lord. I'm just. This is a hypothetical question. See, this is what I'm talking about. I didn't do this to you. Okay. I keep, I kept all your questions to the point. Okay, let me get my pen so I can write this down. Why well, you gotta write it down? See, I didn't do this to you. I let you have your own free flow. Because you know, sometimes I forget and, stuff. And I ask you questions that pertain to your story. Then why come I not okay. get like this? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I made sure to keep it on track. Okay, I'm fine. My question don't pertain to what you're talking about. No, you finna take it all off here. <laughs> and then we have been to spend 30 minutes doing this thing and we ain't, we ain't got through half my story yet. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop now, for real. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, sometime we do this again in about five more minutes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm. So, and I think that was the one thing that I, looking back on it, uh, made made a mistake of was I didn't take it serious. Like I said, because we was in two different towns, 
I said I had my dorm. She had her own crib. You know what I'm saying. Basically, I pop in on the weekends. You know, we you know we talk during the week, whatever the case may be. But um. So is it safe to say you had a? <laughs> oh well, I don't know if I like what's gonna come out of my. She's an uncle. The song clear pops in my head. So you trying to say you had a weekend relationship? From <laughs> you was at school from nine to five, but you was well on the weekend. Yeah, basically. Which actually wound up working out good for me in certain situations, but um. That sounds terrible. And y'all did that for three years. No, uh, before then, when I was going to school closer, mm-hmm. we saw each other a little regularly. But then when when it all hit the fan, I was in Mobile. She was in Ocean Springs. You feel what I'm saying? What do you mean when it all hit the fan? First time y'all broke up. The first time we broke up. When did we, when did we break up the first time? I don't remember the first time we broke up. As far as I know, the first time y'all really broke up was a couple months after the baby was born. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So basically when it all hit the fan, as far as like finding out she was pregnant mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Like I said, I was I was still in Mobile. She was in Ocean Springs. And like I said, I would just pop up, come through on the weekends. You know, I'm gone that on Sunday so night. so stressful. What? Like having to travel on the week. Like us... When our relationship, us having to see each other a couple months was stressful. I couldn't imagine you, like, having to drive every weekend. Hey, but or what? every other weekend. No, Even though that's not really far. It wasn't really far. It was like, it was like a 45 minute drive. Plus, it was cool to get off campus for a little while. You feel what I'm saying? And plus, then it was her It was her place. Like, it wasn't her place for her mama and nothing like that. It was her spot. So, when I showed up, you know. I almost said the wrong thing. No, you might not hit. <laughs> See, I didn't do this to you. I know, but this is why I am who I am in this relationship, and you are who you are, and I'm going to stop now. I'm sorry. I'm not saying any of the things that I'm thinking, so do I get credit for that? Sure. Thank you. This is growth here. Everything's a process. <sighs> so, <sighs> she pops up. She gets pregnant in 2013. Yeah, because Gabby's birthday is in October. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. She she she. We find out she we find year. out she's pregnant in twenty thirteen. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was going to withdraw because we found out in like February. Yeah, because her birthday is October, so that makes sense. So we found out in like February. Mm-hmm. I wanted to withdraw from my classes, mm-hmm. but I couldn't because we found out on a Monday. And the withdrawal date was the previous Friday. <laughs> so you had to stay. So I had to stay that. So I ended up having to stay that the rest of that semester. Mm-hmm. So then that's when the, the what you call the stress, that's when that really jumped off. Because then I'm having to like go to class and then having to make doctor's appointments. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a you still broke college student living off of, of a pay refund, having to travel two, three times a week. To did both of y'all not have iPhone at that time? No. To I don't well, I, don't know, I can't say that because it was her first baby. I probably would have wanted you to be there. So so some weeks I'm traveling I'm having to travel back there twice a week. I'm having to make this ride two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Make class and have doctor's appointments and whatnot. And at that point in time I was still working with the football team, so then that was 5 a.m. practices, mm-hmm. class, then after class, maybe having to shoot out over there. To make a two-third doctor's appointment. And so then when you're talking about the stress, that's when the stress jumped off. Was finding out she was pregnant and still trying to, you know, make that work. And um, So did you guys have a serious conversation at like where you want the future of your relationship to go once you find out she was pregnant? Or you just still didn't talk about it? I want to say... No. <laughs> because, let me explain. Now, this part, I can justify. Oh, I can say justify. I can explain. Okay. Because at that point in time, I clicked. And I was worried about trying to keep... Trying to get home. I was basically just worried about trying to get through semester and trying to get home and start working. So okay. I can provide. So... 
the idea that I did that we still didn't at time had that conversation, that was only because my mind was solely focused on trying to make sure that when she was born, you mm-hmm. know, we would she wouldn't be out here assed out. Okay. So, <laughs> so now that I have this new information, do you feel like that is what led to your breakups what? because you guys never had that conversation so even though you guys had been together for a certain amount of years she might not have never truly felt what she meant to you or what her or what her status was in your life because Pos- you never talked about it possibly so that probably could have been you know resentment but, which leads to put it like this i'll say this uh i asked you the question what was the one thing uh you feel like you learned coming out on the other side of it about you, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing I could genuinely say that I learned was that I wasted way too much time. I wasted way too much of her time. I wasted way too much of my time not being honest. Okay, so to piggyback off of the first episode, is is that... Why it was so important for you to take all the time that you needed before, not even just before we got together, before you decided to make the decision to get in a relationship in general, whether it was going to be with me or anybody else. Is that why you haven't had time to heal yourself, figure out who you are, what you wanted as an individual and why that was so important because you didn't give yourself the opportunity to do that work? Well, put it like this. I think I can answer that question. I think I can just full flare say yeah to that. Because like I told you, like even during that time, like I told you, I didn't want to carry any, I didn't want to carry any baggage into a new relationship mm-hmm. with, like you said, whether it be you or anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I genuinely wanted to make sure and have that time to assess myself, her, what she did that I didn't like, what I did that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like, to really have that time to uh, to make sure I came out of this better. Right. Not different, but better. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing about it as to why I wanted to make sure I didn't carry old baggage into into new things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, we When we moved apartment, we left a lot of old stuff in that old place. <laughs> okay. For a reason. Yeah, exactly. Because we left that old stuff over there. We moved into our new place. We With got new, new stuff. stuff. So I didn't want to carry old stuff into my new into my new in this new evolution. I wanted all that old skin shed and been back there. So even then, like we said, we pushing it forward here. Mm-hmm. Even after she's born, I don't think we still even had that conversation because I know at that point in time, I was working. Going to school. I was working full-time. Going to school part-time. When you doing your, your DJing job, too? Or you hadn't started that yet? DJing? Not DJing. You was uh, the radio station. No, that was later. Oh, okay. That was a little bit later. That was when... um. That's why I had... That's actually after I had stopped going to school. Oh, okay. And I had a dead-end job. I didn't want that job. But I knew I was going... I wanted to do something. You okay. feel what I'm saying? And... Um, so at that point in time, when she's first born, I'm working full time, going to school part time, and that was a lot of stress. New baby in the house, not getting no sleep. First time parent. First time parents. She's first time parent. I'm first time parent. Like you know, lot of lot of stress on that situation. So that's why God gave you a baby that's already been here. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so then shortly after um, she was born, that's when we broke up. Mm-hmm. I moved out. Because mm-hmm. all of that was really starting to take a toll. It was it was hitting me pretty hard. I had a lot of days where I pulled up to the house and just sat there. I didn't go inside. I didn't want to go inside. I'm sorry. Like, I'm and then y'all get... still ended up getting back together anyway. Huh? And then y'all still ended up getting back together anyway. Well, I'll get to that part of the story. So... Yeah, that had got really hard, so I moved out. And um, like you hinted at, eventually, mm-hmm. I decided uh, some time went by. I guess I just got some sleep, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I said, all right, cool. I said to myself, I'd get this one last shot. 
that that's why I say I agree I wasted too much time. I said I'd give this because at this point in time, we still didn't have a clear direction as to what we were doing. I just did I just knew that I wasn't done, if that made any sense. Do you feel like it was only because you had the baby? Did you feel like not trying to get too personal, but just because of our parents' relationship, did you feel like you wanted to do better for your child or to at least try? I can't deny that wasn't part of it. Okay. Because if it wasn't for if it wasn't for if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for us having a child, you know what I'm saying? I can't say that we would have we I'd even be in that place for if like this, if me and her were just together and then broke up, I can't even say I'd be in that place anymore. That to oh we're gonna get this one last shot. I can't even say I would be saying it to myself. So that's obviously a contributing factor. You you <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that wasn't a contributing factor to the equation. So um we tried again mm-hmm. and that worked out for maybe about another year or so. And so Basically, till the baby start hitting them terrible twos, give or take. Somewhere around there, somewhere around there. So, um, at that point in time, when it all went to hell, mm-hmm. uh, had someone asked me during that time, mm-hmm. do I feel like she isn't happy? Mm-hmm. I would have legitimately said yes. Okay. I wasn't going to be an idiot to just think everything was perfect. I'm well aware that, you know, things wasn't, you know, peachy. Things can always be better. Right. But finding out that she was cheating on me um, did hurt. I didn't know it had gotten that bad. Because y'all didn't communicate. Possibly. So I I wasn't aware that it had gotten that bad. So... Honestly, can you really say possibly though? Like, if you would have communicated, then you. I said I, I I agree with you. I, you know, you didn't get much pushback from me when you made that when you made that point. Possibly, no. Let's be honest here. I said possibly. So maybe I, do the will uh relationship. Did I do it to you? <laughs> no. Exactly. See, this actually. But didn't. I'm Jenny B. I can do that. No, it's not. It's not how this works. Mm-hmm. So. Um. So, time to find out she was cheating on me. And to find out how she cheating on me, to find out from my daddy. My daddy saw her cheating, which was wild. Is it really? Because obviously, if she didn't care, then she was done with you. Like I said, it's one, like one thing to be cheating. It's another thing to be cheating, and you ain't trying to hide that you cheat. Like I said, it was just, like I said, keep in mind, like I said, finding out how I did with my daddy being involved. That's still crazy to me. You know, totally different ball game. So I find that out hurt, but in my mind, I'm still like, eh, I still got stuff to do. So yeah, the day I find out she cheating, I went to work that day, <laughs> and I went to work and everything was fantastic. It was wild, but God knew y'all. <laughs> But um, subsequently, I think that was after that. That was the first time we actually had a conversation. Because I had to just tell her. Because even when I found out, my father told me. But I didn't tell her that I knew initially. Yeah, I know. Because I remember <gasps> your friend was old and y'all was playing something. And she was like, no, only daddy alone. And Rachel was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... um so then I finally had to just tell her, like, bro, I know what's going on. And then that was honestly probably the first time we had had a, a legitimate conversation at that point. Throughout the whole duration of six years. Possibly, yeah. That's terrible. You're right. That you right. is terrible. Okay, first of all, and I don't like all this judgment I'm getting right now. I'm not I didn't judging ju- you. I didn't judge, I didn't judge you as you Baby, went through you your annals. You judged me. No, I didn't. You ju- you, well, we had this conversation prior. You judged me before. Well, I didn't judge you publicly. I at least, had not, at least I didn't judge you really? publicly. Hmm? Really? Really. You have, baby. When? All the time. No, I don't. Anywho. So, we, we break up and there were attempts to 
reconciliate, reconcile. Was that from both sides or just her side? Hers. Because like I told you before, early in this story, I said one last shot. (laughs) And when this shot was over, that was it. So. Well, then she didn't get the memo. Hey. But I made that decision myself. She didn't know. I I didn't say that out loud. See again, not communication. But I wasn't gonna beat him because first of all, I wanted to be. I didn't want that part to be known as a whole that hey yo, this is this is all I'm doing. So anywho, um, so find out she cheating. Um, we ultimately you know, uh, split parts when I separate ways, and the time period that she referred to earlier of when I didn't um really see myself being emotionally open to uh, dating was the time period where I really had to sit and realize, you know, who I am, who I was, Mm -hmm. the person I wanted to be, all of those things. Because the one thing I always hear throughout relationships, when relationships ultimately do go wrong, Mm -hmm. It's always one statement. I lost myself. And I hear that from both sides a lot. And I can genuinely say that was the case for me too. That I had went through about two or three different metamorphoses (laughs) throughout the time period of being with her because there was me, who I am, and then I became the person to not ruffle feathers. You feel what I'm saying? And then being the person to not ruffle feathers got me in a lot of sticky situations. So then I became the the takeover person. So at one point in time she called she used to call me controlling. And it was a it was an eye opening moment for me that I had really really become somebody totally different, because when she called me controlling, she wasn't wrong at all. But venting to my friends about it, they were in shock. They were like, "You controlling? That's not you. She she must be tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that didn't sound like me or my personality." But that is the person that I had become. Well, who you are with your friends and who you are in a relationship is not always the same person. But that's what I'm saying. That's what it should be. And that's what like this. You, the person you, I I wanted to get to a point where, through my soul searching, where I wanted to be who I am as a whole. Like, there's no reason why... That's what let me know that things had gotten bad for me personally. Because that is a huge difference in characteristics. You feel what I'm saying? A person who is easygoing versus a person who's controlling. That's a big gap. That's not a thing that kind of fringes back and forth. Oh, he's kind of this and kind of that. No, a person who's easygoing and a person who's controlling. Those are two vastly different characteristics of people. Like those, those are two totally different personalities. We talking about a type A and a type B. Like <laughs> those are two totally different personalities. And I had become, a, I had become a, a control freak. I was angry. I was a lunatic. I broke my own things, which is something that I had a moment with because I had broke my phone once and being mad, arguing with her. I think I threw it. And I was cleaning up one day after she moved out and I found it. All broken up and smashed. And I just sat there and I looked at it for like five minutes. And I was like, this I broke my own stuff. Like that's how that's how crazy I had gotten. Um, and I don't break my own stuff. Hold on a second. We're talking about me. I had the same PlayStation for eight years. <laughs> The exact the, the PlayStation Two. I got that thing in two thousand one. I had that thing until I graduated high school. I don't break my own things. I t- I take care of my own stuff, and I hadn't gotten to the point where I was breaking my own things. I I that was the moment for me where I realized how far I'd come when I looked at my phone 
broken and shattered. And I was like, I was a, I was a raging bull. <laughs> like I was, I was literally not, I was not in my right mind at all. And that was one of the things that I knew that I had to come out on the other side and not be that. Because I had grown to a point, like we said, like five is like, we like a personality scale, like five is like medium, like regular. I was on eight all the time. And as soon as she said something I thought was stupid, it jumped to 12. <laughs> like it was that quick. I was ready, like at all times to snap, pop up, all that. And yeah, that was something that I knew that I didn't want to carry over into whoever comes in and that come with me having to realize truly who I am. And I also had to look at my own actions and to think, how did I let things get this bad? You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I mean... I've thrown things of my own and of his before. I mean, one time we got into it, he pissed me off. Um, earrings that he had bought me, I took them off the throne. Never did find the old. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I don't do those kind of things. I don't. Like, I just genuinely don't. Like, I take care of my own stuff. Like, I'll... Like, and that's why I realized I didn't care about my own property at that point. I, you know, I came from a place where I didn't have much... So whatever I had, I had to keep up with until it just, until it didn't want to go no more. <laughs> so the fact that I had a perfectly functioning phone, perfect, nice, the buttons still worked, all the buttons worked and everything. And now here I am throwing it and throwing it, smack, throwing it to the floor and all this kind of stuff. Like, yo, I was really out here like, I was nuts. I was legitimately nuts. And I think I can appreciate now that. We stopped talking to us the first time we met, and we just it just did what it was supposed to do. Because <laughs> I would have been ready for it. where you were at that life, and where I was, I would have been no. We would have been extremely toxic for each other. Possibly because I because I was clearly you was out here wild. Oh, I was oh boy, I was oh, oh. it was bad. I was it was bad. I couldn't believe that it had gotten. I let myself get that bad, and. Yeah, I just couldn't believe I let myself get that bad to be out here breaking my own stuff. So after the breakup and you being alone, did you go through a thought phase? I feel like you're trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. You can ask me the same question. No. I don't care to know. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a thought phase, but I did have a, because it's like this, as a whole. You still go through life and you, you meet people. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I did definitely go through a period where I was still meeting people, you know, exchanging numbers, things of that nature. But I was definitely not emotionally connected to anybody. I've made... Well, as we have learned through this podcast, clearly you didn't know how to be emotionally connected to anybody. I don't. And I, like I said, and that was, that was part of it because I had to realize as a whole that comes from a deeper-seated issue with how I grew up mm-hmm. that I didn't know how to be I didn't know how to be vulnerable and then to be vulnerable with a woman was oh god you you can cancel that as far as I'm concerned I handle business that's all it is I handle business when it comes to business being handled I handle business anything outside of that what you worried for well how are you feeling today why do you care Come here, let me rub you back for what? I'm fine. Well, I feel like you're contradicting yourself because in the other episode, what was it that you said? Um, oh, if a female asks you how your day is, boy! Like I said, I had to grow. We're talking about me during this time period of me. Play this. That, that, that statement is t- me from 28 to now. But I still <laughs> 27, feel like- 28 to now. I still feel like that statement is weird because the first time that we met each other, like the next day, and we talked to talked to each other all day, I didn't realize that you were texting me while you were at work. 
I yeah. thought you were off. No. So that made me feel some type of way that you was doing that while you was at work. Mm-hmm. So that made me think maybe you liked me a little bit. <laughs> but of course, it, it was, like I said, it was still like during that time period, like I was still beating people in. You know, exchanging numbers, talking to things of that nature, but I definitely was not at a place for an emotional connection. But you know, we still talk. So, we just gonna have to break down our whole relationship on one episode. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But it will get to that after a while. But that was the thing that I know that I needed to do. That would um, shape who I wanted to be moving forward was really just being me and letting me be unwavered. Like I saw a post one time, it was on Facebook. They said, uh, you can go back and tell your 12-year-old self three, three words. What would you say? And I said, and I would post it, I said, live your feelings. Because that was the one thing I never did. Do you feel like you do that now? Or do you feel like that's something you're still working on? Better. Because that's sometimes why you get annoyed at me. Yeah, because sometimes you communicating with me about how you're feeling is very frustrating. Like, and I really hate this. Um, The baby communicates her feelings better (laughs) than you do, even when she's upset. (laughs) So maybe Gabby need to give you some uh, feeling skills or something. Possibly. Because she, which I'm very glad that she is that way at a young age. It's very important. And I'm glad that she's like that. So yeah, that is one of those things that I find myself still working on. um, Is being more communicative about... I don't know if that's a word, but I said it. You made it up. <laughs> hey, but it, it sounded good coming out, didn't it? No. Yes, it did. Uh, about uh, how I'm feeling at times. And what I was referring to when I said sometimes why you get annoyed with me because sometimes I be in a good mood and you don't. Okay. And then, like, I be happy and stuff. And he's like, stop, you get on my nerves. But you I'm like, get on my nerves. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it, like, there's a point in time where it was like, I think, I don't know who's all done it. I know I've dealt with this. It's like, there's a point in time where you would, where I would have stopped. But like I said, when I went through that phase where I just didn't want to ruffle feathers, I would have stopped being in a good mood because she wasn't in a good mood. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I have to pre- if you want to be happy, and that's fine. But if I'm in my feelings, then you need to go away. But that's what I'm saying. That was the one thing I had to grow and learn about was... Just, you have no problem doing that now. What? Being, you just, I'd be mad at the world and you just be... Exactly. That's what I tell you. That's what you And it just... Oh, it makes my blood boil. That's what I'm saying. That's one of the things you get mad at me for now. But that's genuinely how it is now that, like, you can be upset. And I recognize that you upset, so I won't bother you. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm if I'm not mad, I'm not just going to sit here and be mad because you, cause you mad. Well, you don't have to be mad because I'm mad, but you can you I, But I leave you alone. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I, that's why I well, need to leave Well, sometimes you, alone. you do, depend on what mood you in. you like a child. I'm like, I ain't got time today. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I got time today. Sometimes, you know what? I ain't got time today. I'm going to leave you alone. But that's what that's what it comes to sometimes. I don't... I make sure to not... If I'm in a good mood and you're not, I will leave you alone. But mm-hmm. I don't let that ruin my good mood, if that makes any sense. Right. No? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm listening. Huh. Okay. Yeah, the else you want to get to? No, I don't think that's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's everything. Oh. So, because she's the woman of the house, you know the rule, man. When she say we done, we done. Okay? <laughs> um, first of all, if you've gotten this far, we'd like to thank you for being a real one. And uh, second of all, you can go to our Facebook page and like our Facebook page, uh, First Cousins. And if you can't find it, you can send one of us friend requests and then we will add you and we will delete you because we don't like you like that. So. That's not nice. 
But it's true. We said, let's be honest, right? <laughs> okay. How you gonna want? How you gonna want the people to do that so they can like the page and then just delete them from friends? Yeah, because we we got you came for the page. I brought you the page. We good. It was Facebook going to let you like five thousand anyway before it becomes a fan page. I I don't know if I want a fan page. I don't. I don't know if What's I'm that wrong popular. With, with a fan page? I'm not that popular. We only got like. At <laughs> some point, I'm talking about like our personal page. Oh, not the, I already got. I already got too many on there anyway. Exactly. Because I went to too many schools. Yeah, but anyway, that's not the point. So once again, thank you for listening, and we will do this again some other time. Bye.